0: Welcome to Bible Platform, a half hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Mettel, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Blessing of the Lord be upon you as you tune in today for this edition of Bible Platform. I'm your friend Pastor Hansen Meto. To God be all the glory, to the Lamb who was and is and evermore shall be, and who is to come, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I commit to you and your family and friends, relationships wherever they are, trusting and believing that this God who has brought us this far will continue to keep us in his grace. To the glory of his wonderful name. Amen and amen. Let me read something that King David, the great psalmist of Israel. And a man that the Bible describes as a man after God's own heart. Something that he declared about the praise and the thanks that we ought to give to God. In Psalm 145 verse 2, David wrote, Every day I will praise you, talking about God. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever. I trust and believe that this should be our attitude towards God and towards life. That we take a position of praise and thanksgiving no matter how we feel. Because we may not always feel good. Things happen and things will continue to happen. That will affect us. Our morale, our feelings... But we are a people of faith, and therefore we can continue to trust God and in his goodness. Glory be to his name. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are there for us. We have counted and will continue to count on your goodness. Let your spirit brood upon this teaching today, that it be a blessing to all of our cherished hearers and listeners. Amen and amen. Today, my devotional is centered on the topic, running to win the race, running to win the race. The life we live as believers and life in general has been described in the scriptures in many ways. And if you ask anyone to describe life, almost every one of us is likely to come up with our own rendition, depending on our personal experiences and our experiences and perceptions. But since this has to do with God's people, we are God's people, we want to narrow it down to what the scripture says. And so we are going to look at it from this perspective today. The life of a believer is a race. Hebrews 12 verse 1 likened the life we are living as believers to a race. And let me read the New International Version Hebrews 12 1 Therefore Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Immediately, we get the impression or light from this scripture that there is a race that is marked out for us. For every individual believer or Christian, there is a race that is marked out for us. We have our own peculiar race. You cannot run another person's race because you have not been called to run another person's race. That's why your thumbprint is different. You are unique. Your experiences with God is unique. God's plan for your life is unique. You can't pretend to be another Billy Graham because you are simply not Billy Graham. You can take inspiration from another person's work with God, testimony, but that's where it ends. You don't live the life of another person. So the call here to begin with is that there is a race we must run there is a threat to the race that we must run there is a threat it says let us throw off everything that hinders." so the first thing that we are called to do is that in order to be able to run the race that has been marked out for us is to remove certain things in fact we are not merely asked to remove them, we are asked to use a little bit of violence. Throw them off. Because they are things that will attach or have attached themselves to us. They may be part of our makeup in terms of our likes and dislikes. Our perceptions. That may be wrong. We have lived with before we became Christians. We are to throw them off. That's what the scripture says. We are to throw them off. It says, let us throw off everything, everything. I like the emphasis here because, you see, you can throw off some things. Those that won't cost you anything, you can let them go. And cling to those that you still enjoy them. They are satisfying to the flesh, even though it's not helping your spiritual growth. It's not helping your your race. It's not helping you to run the race that have been marked out. For you, there may be friends who you know for a fact that lead you away from God's purpose for your life, and yet you don't want to give up on them. Why? Because they satisfy something in your fleshly nature. But the call of the Word of God is straightforward that if we are to run the race that have been marked out for us, then we must throw off And I, I like the phrase here yeah, Throw off Throw off everything Think about that Throw off everything that hinders Maybe bitterness Maybe unforgiveness Maybe dishonesty Maybe you, you, you lack integrity And you know it I mean if you don't have something You know that you don't have it You are very economical with the truth Throw it off, says the word of God. Let us throw off everything that this and the sin, particular sin, and the sin that so easily entangles. So we must deal with these issues. There are issues that we must deal with in our personal lives. So that we can run the race that has been set before us. We can live the life that will cause the light of Christ to shine in us and through us so that men may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Throw them away. Let the Holy Spirit minister to your spirit right now and throw light on those things or those areas of your life where you need to zoom in and deal with issues or persons or whatever it is that is hindering your race whatever it is that has become the scene that is entangling you you know when you are entangled like a cobweb sort of thing you 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 cannot move the way you want to move and so the language here the inference here is about freeing yourself taking decision to be able to remove from your life Anything and everything that has become a hindrance and a setback. And because we are not robots created in the image of God and we have our free will, God does not impose things on us. He can, but he does not. God respects our will and therefore anytime there is a call or need for us to deal with sin in our lives, God appeals to our conscience and allows us to decide which side of the line we will stand. Either we will stand with him, we will go by what the word of God is saying, or we decide that we are not going to walk in the word of God. I mean, and that is sad. That shouldn't be the case. But sometimes we do it. It is even more serious when we, we do it deliberately. Knowing that what I'm doing, the life I'm living, the race I'm running, is against the will of God. I mean, when you are living in sin, you know you are living in sin. On a daily basis, you are in a relationship that is ungodly. It's ungodly. And you know that relationship is drawing you away from God. You are dabbling with materials. You are looking at films or pictures that are polluting your spirit man. You know it it's not for me to sit here and put up a list of do's and don'ts my assignment is to make myself available to the holy spirit to equip the saints with the word of god so that we take informed decisions and i'm saying today that there is a race we have been called to run the race is being marked out clearly and the scriptures are to help us to run and run with a mindset that we will win. And to be able to do that, to be able to do that, we have to agree to align our lives with the word of God. And this is the principal scripture that we are beginning with. Hebrews 12.1 Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders And the sin that so easily entangles doesn't take effort Because when you open the door In fact, the devil is such a ruthless tax master That if you give him one inch space, he will park a truck in it If you give the devil one inch space he, He may even park a trailer in that space He keeps pushing until you can't breathe anymore so don't give him that space and if you have already given to it to him take it back take it back that's what the bible is saying that throw off throw off everything do some heart searching right now even as i speak right now do some heart searching and take a decision to remove from your life anything and everything that is negatively impacting on the race you are running making you wobble making you weak making you frustrated making you fearful making you confused depressing you come on throw them off throw them off when jesus said come to me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i'll give you rest he promised us something else but he said we should bring that promise into manifestation by our own acts or will when he said take my yoke upon you and he said his yoke is not difficult said, my yoke is light and easy so there there definitely must be an exchange here the yoke of christ is light it is easy it's still a yoke so be careful where you are running you are listening to the bible platform with reverend hansen metal don't go away we will be right back Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal These and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. I'm going to take the scriptures, and I do I always do take the scriptures serious. And I don't think I've arrived, and I've gotten to a point where I don't need to examine myself. The Bible says, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. So, till the day I leave this earth, I will never account myself as having arrived. And so, even as I minister to you, the word is ministering to me again. And whatever I need to throw off, I'm going to throw off. And he says, and let us run with perseverance, effort, persistence, aggression. Let us run with perseverance. This race that we are running, this Christian race, is not an easy race. We are running by grace. We are running the power of the Holy Spirit. But it's not an easy race. Why? Because we are still living in this body, this flesh body. And this body can never be born again. This body is bound to die, is condemned to death. This body is unrepentantly subject to destruction. And so its likes and appetites conform to the fallen nature and cannot be reformed or reborn. And as long as we stand in the name of God, in the power of his spirit, and we walk in the word, we have advantage over the body. But here we are. We are running this race that has been marked for us in the same human body. And therefore, the honor is on us to exercise that authority over the body. You make decisions that will make you be able to run this race and win. Because we are not running aimlessly. And the key that we are giving here in this scripture in Hebrews 12.1 is that We must throw off everything that hinders. And then we must run with perseverance. We need to put in extra effort. We need to persevere. We can't be like a pendulum. Today we are up. Tomorrow we are down. Because we are controlled by what people say, by what people do. We are controlled by circumstances, situations. No. We must set our minds and our focus on the goal. We have a reason for running in the track in which we are running. Our reason is that that is the track that God has marked out for us. And we are not willing to be sidetracked or distracted from the race that has been marked out for us. We are bent on winning in the race. And therefore, we commit ourselves... To running the race with perseverance. No lackadaisical manner. No double-mindedness. Not allowing the flesh to dictate when we run and when we do not run. What we do and what we do not do. We know the will of God and we commit ourselves to doing the will of God. Without compromise. Without compromise. We commit ourselves to doing the will of God i know that when we take that stance heaven will help us we will run and we'll run with perseverance if you want to do good the enemy will come at you if you want to have a family a godly family a family where god reigns and rules the enemy will come at you satan will not stand back and clap for you because you are fulfilling the will of God, you are obeying the scriptures. No, God says in his word, husbands love your wives. A race has been marked out for you in family life. This is the will of God. Husbands love your wife. You, you may have all the good intentions to do what the scripture says. But the fact that you commit yourself to obeying the scripture, let me caution you. Does it mean that Satan is going to stand back and clap for you and watch you succeed in that endeavor? In actual fact, the moment you set yourself to obeying what God says you should do, Satan will come at you. So that you need perseverance. You need to persevere. So you want to love your wife? Now. That may be the time that she may upset you most. It may not be deliberate. It may be deliberate. Maybe you interpret it to mean deliberate. You may want to do the best for your husband. Or you may be doing the best for your husband. Because that is the race that has been marked out for you. And you you may realize that those are the times that he or she may rather be upsetting you more than any other times. But I want to encourage you with the scriptures. Persevere. Don't give up because that is God's will for you. Keep on keeping on. Run the race. Having thrown off whatever hinders, commit yourself to persevering. Commit yourself to fulfilling God's purpose. Commit yourself to winning the prize. Otherwise, you are just running for nothing. And that should not be the case. Now, the next point I want you to note. Is that God is not calling you to run another person's race. The race may look similar. Your lives may look similar. But even twins or triplets or whatever. I mean siblings from the same womb. Are not supposed to run the same race. Even talking about the secular world or family life. Or whatever you want to put it. Even so in the kingdom of God and with much emphasis in the kingdom of god we are not called to run the same race you are not called to be another person god does not deal in duplicates in god's reckoning and way of doing things it is always originals that god deals in therefore therefore the scriptures clearly tells us that god gives grace to everyone in accordance with the call upon his or her life so the one you may be dealing with maybe your boss in the office maybe your husband maybe your wife maybe your children who are giving you real tough times don't compare them to another person's children or or spouse it'll make it harder for you to persevere in running your race Don't compare somebody's race to your race. It will frustrate you. It will frustrate you. Like I said from the beginning, if it's a good one, draw inspiration from it. But whatever it is, keep this at the back of your mind. That God gives grace according to the race. The grace that God gives to you will be according to the length of your race. You know when you think about at least running a race. There are those who are very good in the 100 meters, 200 meters, 400 meters, but they cannot run a race of 5,000 or they can't do long distance. And there are those who are very good in the long distance race, but they cannot run in the short distance races. They fail. Why? Because what is marked out for each person is different. Even when people are running the same race, some are first, some are second, some are third, some are fourth. Some run and they don't make it at all. In the things of the spirit, it doesn't even matter where you run. What is important is that you commit yourself to run the race according to what God has marked out for you. When I say it does not matter where you run, let me explain it. Because somehow, there's a flip side. It's not about, oh, I want to run to be seen. So if I'm not seen, like sometimes you experience even among believers, right in the things of God, in the work of God. Everybody wants to play the lead role. Now, if I'm going to be in a group, then I must play the lead role. If I'm not playing the lead role, then I'm not going to run that race. But in the kingdom of God, it doesn't work that way. You see, because when you have soup or stew, salt is not seen with a natural eye. It's only felt when it is tasted. That is the race marked out for salt. And so, don't push a race that you have not been called to run. You might end up breaking a bone that may never be healed. I'm speaking a spiritual language. Romans 12, the verses 3 to 6 Hey, Romans 12. The verses 3 to 6a. For by the grace given me, listen to that. For by the grace given me, hmm, the writer of the book of Romans is telling us that he has his own grace that had been given to him. Romans 12, 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith god has given you we are reading romans 12 3 to 6 the first part for by the grace given me i say to every one of you do not think of yourself more highly than you ought But think of yourself with sober judgment. In accordance with the measure of faith God has given you. So God may give somebody faith to scale a certain height. You may not have that faith. Don't attempt to do the same. Jesus had faith to walk on water. Peter wanted to walk on water too. Jesus said, come. Come. Peter did not have the measure of faith to finish that race. He began to sink. Think about that. Now, compare that to where you are standing, the race you are running, and see whether you are in the will of God. Don't use the measure of somebody's success to determine the extent of your race. God is with you despite the challenges you are seeing persevere because the race is not for the swift. i'm your friend pastor hansen metal god willing i'll come your way again and we'll continue this message and i trust that you will not only run the race but you will win a prize when this life is over have a wonderful week and god bless you in jesus name amen and amen amen oh, jesus. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. Tune in same time next week. God bless you.